for my 5D collective. I want to start with the aspect of how easy love is. It's straightforward for people who have emotional maturity with all of our six basic human emotions, anger, sadness, fear, disgust, happiness, surprise. You're a person who knows that when hurt people hurt people, they could do the work as Patrick Tiahan, who is a childhood trauma survivor, states, but they look at the movies and they choose to think that it's normal that they're in those areas because people are evil, humans are shitty, and you know all these stereotypes and overgeneralizations. And the part that people who have childhood trauma and so trauma wounds or even attachment wounds and charge states, all of it is different. Every person knows their story. So when a person has a shame defectiveness button, they don't actually easily love. They struggle to love because they struggle with those basic six emotions. And as I was getting to, as Patrick Tiahan points out, it's not because they don't have feelings. No, their feelings are not lost. They're just disconnected. So there's not the same relationship because there's not an actual relationship with the emotional body. There's a disconnect with the emotional body because it's actually not safe for you to feel. That's because you're not getting the consistent contingent communication that your attachment system needs in your little infant body and that your nervous system realizes I need to make up for this shit because the person who I'm in, and this is an embodied brain, it ain't talking. No, it's a natural way that you're going to move out of that restored embodied self into modulated and or dysregulated embodied self. And that's that disconnect from everything's okay, your body's safe, you're safe, and that's why emotions are not safe for those who don't know how to use their words when they feel overwhelmed and they don't know they're playing a game when they're gaslighting, manipulating, and doing cheating, lying, whatever it is that will at a certain point begin to be their journey. They don't have a compass to work with because their nervous system is not able to regulate because they have a dysfunctional household. And so it's a dysregulated nervous system that did not learn your body to regulate in all of those six basic emotions. So any emotion has basically been brought to not be expressive. Let's use our lovely Peter Levine because he says it best. When he expresses, and then I have a Bezel van der Kolk one. When healthy aggression is thwarted, then we have anger. When anger is thwarted, so it's not permitted, then we get hostility. Peter Levine, PhD, you can look him up. He is the founder of the Somatic Experiencing Approach. And it's beautiful to have that. Now, here's where Bezel van der Kolk, people who are angry want redress. They want people to take them seriously. So we need to go where the anger comes from and we need to help them find resolution for their anger. This is where it's because redress, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but when an adaptive child is an adaptive child is because they have childhood trauma. So they did not feel safe to be themselves, which means they felt powerless, which also means, again, emotions, they're all not matured. We have an insecure, emotionally speaking, human being, immature. These are not insults. They also, by the way, go and create codependent type relationships because they're going to try to change you or change themselves, martyr or superior. And then they might 
tried to take care of you and then they're going to blame themselves when they weren't successful and this is where the body is all in yellow and red so your nervous system is nowhere near the green of your ventral vagal social engagement state which is instead where a person who has a secure attachment 5d mystics that's why love is easy for us the ones who get here to being their 5d collective expression they also are here so functional adults and that's emotional maturity so we don't do the adaptive child who is unresolved trauma hurting people by weaponizing words calling each other narcissists or sociopaths or psychopaths when they should not be doing that that's offensive not to mention they are stigmatizing a group of people that are in our neuroatypical community for mental health reasons and that can get help and can be on a journey and can move into emotional maturity in time if they want to now some people they identify with their diagnoses this is unfortunate because like the sociopath lady who's made it her mission to say here are the traits of the sociopath let me highlight them and not actually move into becoming an ethical human being in the sense of let me talk about the trauma behind them let me learn how to address what i'm saying to you from the perspective of a person who has a sociopath diagnoses and wants to show you we actually can move into emotional maturity this is where it takes time to move out of modulated embodied experiences at the very least the person found a voice right now what they're doing is saying here's my imperfections i'm gonna flaunt them around and we have people though who because the movies make it look like we have villains and superheroes and uh, people who need rescuing so here's codependent type behavior which are all individuals who want to be seen because they're wanting to be accepted, who are not learning how to manage their emotion of anger. And here's where, let's look at Chris Germer, PhD. When we blame others, we are angry. The reason we're angry is because we've been hurt, and anger is a natural effort not to be hurt again. So when an infant is disconnected from their emotional body, it's not by choice, because their body was not safe. To be in that state so your seat of empathy turns off so a person who has childhood trauma learns to be in their sympathetic the hyper aroused state and or dorsal vagal which is shut down and if the trauma wounds and childhood history is one with authoritarian uh, they disconnect completely from the body because their household is really scary because if you're yelling at a kid an infant yeah and you know there are people who make jokes and I know entertainment is always going to be a thing, but here, this recently was shared with me where there's a meme of a person. It's an old TV show. It's showing a father sitting in a chair and the son is about to go get electrocuted by putting their something in the socket. And I didn't hear the volume because it was muted for some reason. However, it seems that the father is stopping the mother from going to save the child and allowing that child to actually get electrocuted. And the title is, Have We Gone Soft? And I'm thinking of all the fathers that I do know that would agree with this meme. And I'm like, mm, yeah, it's good that I'm not a mother. I totally, not only, and I shouldn't say this because here's where that would be my unresolved trauma, but really what it would be is, uh, seriously, you're about to endanger our child because you need to make them what? A toxic patriot? Which one of the words should I use that I won't be using? Because what I was going to say is I'm going to go throw a pan on your face the minute you even dare remotely 
come to me and tell me or stop me. Like you try stopping me to save my kid from getting electrocuted and you want to go and talk about what about softness? Excuse me, who's the ancient silverback? <laughs> so there are people, men and women alike, and also days uh, that would agree with this meme. I completely am child-free, thank goodness, because I would definitely not be a very, very nice, uh, what's the word, mother, uh, spouse, meaning that I'd totally be in my collie mode. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying how it is. Don't you dare even remotely endanger an infant, a child, and any human being for that matter. See, this is where love is easy. <laughs> But we know our place, who's we, the people who know why the universe and really it's just why we are where we are. So let me get off my little collie moment over there. But anytime I think of children, I think I feel so sorry that you have to be here. But then again, no, I don't. I take it back because all parents do the best they can. And now that we have great trauma-informed people, thank goodness. Thank goodness for all of them, Bezel van der Kolk, Peter Levine. Thank you, technology. Thank you. Thank you. Because I knew that if only people could see in the heart of humanity, that they would see there's no evil. Thank you, Michael Stone, for your lovely forensic criminology. 1 to 22 scale of evil. All people who could use good therapy. Because they all have trauma. The same thing when somebody's talking to me about basically like the meme that I just described. Don't even get me started on when I've seen other things from parents. That's how my brain works. My brain's like, you're traumatizing, you're traumatizing, you're traumatizing, you're, tra you're creating unnecessary human suffering right now. This is why Shiva comes in and gets Kali to calm down in Sadhguru's story, which is why I totally like, okay, now I got it. I know what my Shiva was, and it's a good thing Shiva's here because I'm completely unnecessarily, you know, in this space, and I don't even want children. And I always say it's a good thing I'm not a mother because I would totally be not in any way, shape, or form balanced. Oh, yes, and nobody would be able to hold me back, by the way, but that's another, like, again, no children on purpose in this lifetime. Future lifetimes, different story, and I even know why. There's my mysticism. Here's woo-woo lady. I know my future. Everybody knows about that one. I even know who the husband is, <laughs> and I know who won't be there, and my family gives me crap about it. So there you go. Here's Ron Siegel. If we have the power to bring out the worst in another person, perhaps we have the power to bring out the best in the other person as well. Emotions are very important. So while I can have a Kali moment, as you just heard, and actually be completely aware of why I feel the way I do, because ever since I was a kid, I can tell you why I feel the way I do when I see children. And no, I don't want them. But don't get me started on how I feel anytime I'm seeing a child. And or like I said, I don't laugh at these memes. I, I'm being polite when I try to engage with content that people send me that I find completely unresolved trauma, unresolved trauma. It's not work. It's my eyes. I can see what's happening. And it's sad. That's why love is easy, because that's sad. And then to hear somebody insult a family because their kid got cut up in the wrong people, 122, here's the scale, Michael Stone, and 1 to 9, people get into trouble because they do stupid shit. And here's where kids, teenager, anybody was a teenager? I know I was. Okay, so unresolved trauma, household environment, we got kids, we got one kid gets in trouble, actually kills the other kid, and now we got a whole bunch of people against one family talking about shit that they don't even understand is so much where we need actual the education 
and the governments of all countries, and this is why, thank goodness, there are 5D educators, because I love seeing them every day more, and that we have the ability to know about unresolved trauma thanks to technology that can explain also the brain structure back to why our antisocial personality group is a neuroatypical group, and they need to stop being stigmatized, or at the very least, we need to create conversations about the lovely groups of people and not yelling matches. So back to when we can bring out the quote unquote worst in people. No, we don't bring out the worst in people. What we bring out is the unresolved trauma when we're engaging. The reason love is easy for 5D mystic is because if somebody gets nasty, we didn't need Sadhguru to tell us to keep being loving. Even though I love that he's out there, I'm wondering how many people understand his language because I see people not being nice to each other while Quoting my lovely Sadhguru, I'm trying to translate Sadhguru, so I'm adding to what you're doing here. When somebody's nasty to you, that's because they have unresolved trauma. They don't know that they're hurt because they watch too many shitty memes and think it's funny because they actually find it hilarious and I don't. And are we going to change that? Mm, we got flat earthers. I'm pretty sure we ain't going to change that and that's okay. We don't have to affect states of consciousness to bring forth the transformation in the world, which is already happening. We have 5D educators. I've always loved academia, and I will keep knowing that academia works. You know why? Because evolution is a smart thing. It's not a dumb thing. The idiots are dead short. So I am sorry because, yeah, I'm not saying they're stupid. Oh, they know a lot more than pseudoscience woo-woo lady here. You know what I know? That our secondary consciousness is part of nature, and so humans are part of nature. You know, it's also sad to see people saying, here, I want this movie because humans are parasites and I'm going to go hug the go hug the tree. Go, go hug the tree, please. <laughs> go hug it. I can't wait for you to go in the middle of the mountains because I don't want you to walk with people because you don't know what you're talking about. Go play with the elements until you figure it out. Like that sad story, which I had to endure. Here, collie mode, do we want to hear about? No, we won't do collie mode. Let me say in my productive tone. Collie mode with that horrible movie that I had to watch. I didn't even know how it ended. That's why I watched it. I didn't even know it was a real story. Oh, and it was another not nice example of unresolved trauma being dramatized and people ah, looking up at it. And I'm thinking that's a, that just pissed me off. And you know what? I'm just going to go do something different because that's all human suffering, not knowing about how to get to a good therapist. It's unfortunate. Thank goodness for the mental health community because they're the ones who have done all the great work. And that's where I'm going to leave it. And Sadhguru, thank you for your contribution, of course. Thank goodness for science. That's evolution for you. And some people continue to believe in the devil and that's okay. They're going to continue to believe that people who are polyamory, people who are not wanting traditional family, whatever, that we're, you know, the devil's child, Reiki is now being deemed by theologians as something that is because they can't give us their holy seal of approval. This is where education helps me to speak to you like this because I have a master's. <laughs> and it's not because I'm smarter than anybody. No, no, it's because I like to learn. The scientific methodology, people who are intelligent ones, they wander. We don't do the dead idiots who are dead sure, which is why science can be treated like religion. You know what we do when we see the people, here's my facts. Yeah, I got facts too. <laughs> and I'm not going to present them to you the way you are, but hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to look at you and be like, hmm, 
Very nice. Thanks for the facts. Uh, I'm out of here. Ciao, ciao, because that's where we know when we get an adaptive child who thinks they're all that because they're superior, they're going to change the world. They're the superheroes who are prancing around and they got a supervillain that they're spotting and we're not going to get involved in that. So again, some people, other soul age groups, I do forget to mention, enlightenment soul age group, we don't do that. We don't meddle with states of consciousness, not because there's no supernatural. No, there's no supernatural. It's because we have the intellect to understand immediately that in front of us, we have a person who's nasty, which means they're hurt, which means something's in your shoe and you are upset and you're not really at your best. So, you know, what? I'm going to make it easy for you because I want to tangle, going to move away and engage with respect and thank you for time that you've dedicated to me because I can only thank you for the time. Because seriously, when you get people who don't know that they are playing a game, which is called gaslighting, manipulation. Um, and you know, what's sad is that they're actually potentially supporting a bully. They're actually taking the side of the abuser because codependent type people don't know they're being abused or that they're abusing. They don't know they're weaponizing their words. We do. That's why they don't weaponize. That's why a person who has differentiated self, the Enlightenment Soul Age Group 5D Mystic, unlike lovely Patrick Tiahan, who uses the word sophistication and weaponization, as I read that, I'm like, yeah, you have no idea how that is not sophisticated or weaponized in the eyes of a person. I was a child and a teenager, and I can let you all in on a little secret. Some of us know when we're meeting somebody who's supposed to be a caregiver and or more, and they're not setting a good example. No, no, which is exactly why we'll know, hmm, now I'm pretty clear on where they got that example and why stuff's going down the way it shouldn't be going down, and that's what you get to know, and you're not judging. No, no, you're witnessing unresolved trauma in the act, and if you get involved meaning you get manipulated gas that you know what a person who can see does stop trying to manipulate me uh yes this is called manipulation eventually we learn how everybody says no i'm not and eventually we also learn as a grown-up that we all do it so we learn how to shut it because we all apparently manipulate our words in order to tango together some though do it with you know other stuff but it's hurt so we eventually, the lovely easy love button people, I'm not going to bother with trying to figure out if you are doing the overgeneralization, narrative discrepancies, uh, doing black and white thinking, which means you don't know how to handle gray at all. Uh, then you're going to vilify and make it out that I'm this bad person or whatever it is you're going to try and do, shame, guilt, fault. It don't matter because really I'm not going to be involved in any of it. And the minute you go and decide you think some silent treatment is actually, quote unquote, my punishment, what you don't understand is it's not, but I don't even know why you're doing all of the wrestling that you're doing because I'm not in your head and I'm not trying to because, you know, I have what's called a mouth. I got taught as a child, don't say anything that's not nice. And I agree with that because I have a heart too and I don't like when it's broken. And so why would I come break your heart? So I will not try to bring the worst out of you. I'll try to help us tangle. And if you bring out somehow the worst out of you, I'll know how to say, you know, 
my heart is hurting right now. I'm very upset. You know, I'm very destate. You know, like I'll actually know how to use my words because love is that easy. Love is easy because I'm safe in my body and I'm who I am and I unconditionally love my flaws and imperfections. And if you don't, you don't have to hang out with me. You can say so. You don't have to make it into an insulting, shame, blame, fault or revenge game, which is not a game. It's going to be a very unpleasant um, experience. And that's because we're not trying to change you or take care of you or save you or bully you or do any of the things that other people who are adaptive children and don't know they have unresolved trauma do with each other. We're not codependent on you. We are actually independent and we're trying to tangle. Mm, so love is easy. And we do want to make the world a better place. Like the song, the Michael Jackson song. Let's make the world a better place for you and for me and for the entire human race. There are people fighting. Na, 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 na. Let's make the world, or however it goes, better place for you and for me. There's a me, we. And, you know, it's sad to me to think that that human being, Michael Jack Jackson, gets judged by people. I am so sorry for you, Michael Jackson. And I'm so sorry for every person who doesn't know enough about unresolved trauma to realize that there is no devil or evil in the body of people. There is, however, an embodied nervous system that gets talked about. And people who do want to be a me-we and want to help the world, they're not going to stay dead idiots because at some point or another, you're going to recognize that that rigidity is something with you. And it's not because you're evil. It's because you have unresolved trauma and it's coming out. So it's once you stop laughing at memes where you think we're going soft or where you stop judging new types of family dynamics or new types of polyamory, for example, love dynamics, polygamy to open relationships. What's the deal? I mean, I get it. As a teenager, I was a teenager. As an adult, a young adult, as I moved into becoming a mature human being, even without the word poly secure, I'm a poly secure person. As a mystic, I got a lovely oversoul, twin flames, soulmates, you name it. I ain't ever going to pick anyone. There ain't no picking. When you love from your heart, you don't love with your eyes. This is the other part. As Sadhguru says, love is your nature. Do you know why? Do you know why? We have what is called the ventral vagal state. Thank you, Stephen Porges, for existing. And thank you for keeping on doing your research as you prove to the world that our mammalian heritage is us being able to be safe. There's a difference between visceral and when you're actually in love. Because love doesn't mean you have aroused me. That's another aspect. And that's, we're not even going to go there. Because you know what people who do tango know? There's a difference between tangoing for real and pretend. And that's because a purusha prakriti button will know how to be on. Because this is where when your body is your own safe haven, secure base, that's your restorative embodied self. And that's your mammalian heritage. They, the, the therapists still use the word spirituality. I ain't going to use the word. No, it's human 101. Because now we're in 2023 and there's enough empirical data researchers that talk about all this stuff. So I'm going to talk about it as a normal human being, meaning human 101. And as a teenager, no, there won't any of this shit. But I knew somehow because that man named Jesus and not in the human suffering of, oh my gosh, we must die upon a cross in the way that I still hear People from the past talking about it, they, they do a disservice to what the man stands for. And this is for real, not pretend, because this human being is more than only love. 
He is more than only love, meaning he's a person who knew how to walk with the people and create mindful relationships. And like Daniel Siegel talks about, he knew how to be a me-we. He knew how to be in an integrated brain. He used his left mode of the brain and his right mode of brain, which is connected by your corpus callosum. If you only learn the basics of being a human versus, oh, what's my mission? What's my mission? Oh, my twin flame must activate it for me. Uh, seriously, how? <laughs> the minute I heard that, I'm like, dude, and do debts. I think you don't know what you're talking about because you just disrespected another human being by stating that one of you has a purpose, the other doesn't. I'm going to say you're all having a purpose, which is your name in the first place. It is to be yourself. But hey, let me not spoil anybody's fun as they look for the superhero with the cloak and the daggers and all that other stuff. You know, it's one thing if it's a movie. It's another thing if you're treating it with your... I don't laugh because it's funny. It's not. As Patrick Tiahan points out, thank you for existing, man. I love this boot. Inner child of a person who has had childhood trauma... They actually, quote-unquote, play games. They ruminate. This is a the thing. They, they're safe in their brain because they're safe to play out these scenarios because they're too afraid. Because until you create relationship with your emotions, you're not going to feel safe to be yourself with them, with another human being. And so here's where, as I know I did a little bit of this and that, but I want to make this short. I'm going to do another episode, and that will be to be continued around the middle of September But for this one, this lady that is a great uh, coach, person, therapist, she helps avoidant and anxious people. And she's awesome because she explains to those who have these types of relationships what goes down. But she's kind of like the twin flame person, but better. Because she has a way of just letting you know, okay, they're, they're not able to handle emotion. And they don't know how to respectfully tell you that because they don't even know how to respect themselves because they're overwhelmed by all of it. And in fact, they're actually so overwhelmed when they're hurt that they don't give a shit that they're hurting you. And this is why, as Patrick Tiahan points out, hurt people who hurt people could learn that they can do the work, which is why he also explains about codependent type relationships, people who weaponize words. He explains the whole way that we will see, I see it all the time, people who have immature and insecure emotional responses. That's why they don't dance tangos. And that's why, as that other lovely guy who's also a coach said, women, and I mean, for me, it's any human being who is intelligent, but he was talking about women. He says, women who are intelligent, they're not alone because they have a problem. They're alone because they don't put up with BS. They're alone because they'd rather be alone than be with somebody who does not know how to let their mind be tickled by intelligent and beautiful emotionally and mental conversations. A tango with an intelligent human being involves all of our senses. And if you can't intellectually and emotionally be in any way, shape, or form, purusha prakriti, well then, I mean, this is the part. It's going to be clear. In fact, your clown face is not going to be attractive. It's just going to be a teenage clown face, which a woman, again, men, I don't know, because they put up with those stereotypes and they actually, are we going soft? So you got that. Uh, I don't know of men that I've seen be in the desire to be emotionally mature without fear. I mean, I really haven't. I've seen them be semi-aware, but because they fall for the whole silverback shit, and I'm sorry, but seriously, I, to this day, feel so lucky, one, to be a woman, Two, I'm like, I know these men 
so there has to be someone I have not seen. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of the trending topics. Anyone who's trending, they don't actually fall within the spectrum of what I'm talking about. I have yet to see a man do real talk in a way of not making it into a tragedy and also not making it into a competition, like just to really just talk about stuff in a way that would say, hey, man, how dare you allow people to talk about us like this? And how dare you, you know, like real talk, because unresolved trauma is real talk. It ain't let me do fancy words. And so when I think of men, I've said before, and people are like, why, why would you say that? Because, you know, here's where being a woman, and I'm a heterosexual solo poly woman. So in that instance, I engage mostly with women when we talk about men and I don't have other types of feedback to be expressive in other ways is what I'm trying to get to long story short what I'm trying to spit out of my mouth um, is that when I talk to my women friends friends I don't see any of them having any type of man who knows how to be mature like this is very turning off for a person who has a spectrum of depth of emotional experience though. So why do I feel bad for men? Because I understood very quickly how they have not only this thing of not being able to express sadness because their own men in their own households, if they have one, it's just all of it. All of it, it doesn't give them a way to be able and be gooey. It's, it's, it's so sad. So women that I've talked to, they, they don't see it that way because they're experiencing men who are children and they're judging them. I'm not judging them because there's hurt. You can't, you can't judge a person if you know what they cannot physically, emotionally and mentally achieve, which is why I was saying there should be real talk from men which is, hey, man, are you telling me you think you're fucking stupid when you put up with this shit? And, you know, actually, now that I think about it, there's one man, I need to watch his videos. He's an educator, and hopefully there are men who are getting, a co- getting his content and hopefully learning. But what I was trying to get to is it's off-putting for any emotionally intelligent person to meet low self-esteem in any human being. Imagine a person that you want to tangle with. And it's off-putting, not because we're judging it. It's because we can recognize where you're, uh, 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 and it's like, okay, you feel like that teenager because this is the other part. We all have charge states and they're living with you until you mature to your higher self. So in order to mature to your higher self, there has to be something that says, you know what? I can love more maturely. I want to be gooey. I want to have, and because men get all cut up in the visceral stuff and here's the movies that don't help, they don't actually move into exploring other beautiful aspects that they could explore. That's, that's why it's sad for me to see at a 43-year-old woman, many men who will not ever know what love is. Because love is not visceral. It's not, but obviously they need to also meet the women that are just as emotionally mature, and I don't see that either. Oh my gosh, let's not even go down that path. You know what, we'll do it in, in the other episode because there are plenty of women that I'm like, no, 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 but they all are good with the codependent type relationships, that's why. So one's going to do, it's like Greece. Greece is a perfect example of codependent types. I'm sorry, I love the movie, but there you go. When she goes and changes who she is, he changes who he is, and they both basically then become, I think, themselves again, but still, there's that whole 
let's take care of each other in this way. And um, at the end of the day, back to where I was trying to get, which is also that emotions and in an effort to create a relationship, the person needs to say and be interested in themselves and how they're handling. While a person who has unresolved trauma will not necessarily know the lingo, it is in the minute, as this other lady coach person was saying, that they are going to not care about how you're feeling, that they're going to show a way that they quote-unquote, I say disrespect because see a 5D mystic will not consider it disrespectful. A loved one who doesn't know how to communicate to me is a loved one who doesn't know how to communicate. It's straightforward. We ain't tangling. I'm going to learn how to handle what we're not doing because, of course, if I can tangle and I'm choosing to tangle, I'm going to have to accept that you don't want to tangle with me. And here's where trauma-informed just makes it very simple and straightforward to say, yeah, it ain't about evil. It ain't about dickheads. It ain't about assholes. It's really about the teenager that they still are, that they chose to disregard to grow up because they find an identity. They found an identity that they decided they're dead sure. They're the idiots. Here's who I am. And um, the movies perpetuate it. And there you go. And they choose to allow themselves to feel comfortable because the big S, as the trauma therapists talk about, is something that is overwhelming. So imagine if you have charge states, unresolved trauma, attachment wounds. Okay, so love is easy for a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment soul age group because we're functional adults and we do relationships where we tangle. Love is not easy for those who do human suffering because they don't have functional adults. They are adaptive children. They don't know that they can work to connect with their emotional body. They don't want to because they're busy with codependent type relationships. And some will find that ability to tend to each other in the way that we see in the movies and out there. And so this is the part. They also don't get trauma-informed. They don't care even if they learn about yoga, Ayurveda, holistic, all that. If you don't learn about trauma-informed, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know why heaven in your body is alignment. Purusha Prakriti, I can use these words. You don't know that it's your restorative, embodied self and integrated brain as a human being. You don't need the spirituality stuff, even though it exists. There's not need for that. Our human basic structure, the way the updated attachment researchers and trauma therapists talk about is all you can need. So back to the lady who's explaining in a way better way to somebody. Focus on yourself. Allow yourself to know that their actions, because she was talking, what happens when somebody blocks you just without, you know. And here's where it was a question of a person. And the lady was explaining how to just, you know, move on because there's not the emotional ability to uh, handle and da 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 da. And I was like, wow. To inflame people need to go to this lady because those other people are giving them a whole load of other things. But then I'm like, well, the twin flame people, they want to think they have a special mission, that they're superheroes because they're all the lighthouses. Their twin flame is not the lighthouse and they have all this stuff that, that goes down. And then they think of, oh, we're going to be the power couple. So their egos like all over this. The, the, the eventual ones, you know, if they move into 5D, they'll eventually talk about their relationship in a whole different way. <laughs> Because really, it's two people who learn how to love each other. That's, that's straightforward. 
and to become independent, but that's if they move into independence. They might be codependent for the rest of their lives, and again, that's not a bad thing. Um, the part that was clear as she's explaining it is you can handle your own emotion and your own life and do your own thing and not really be concerned with this blocking because the blocking is the indication of I don't actually care about how you're feeling or to have a communication, not in a way of being an asshole. No, it's emotions overwhelming. I can't. I cannot physically, emotionally handle you. And so I'm obligated to block you but this is without any regard to hurt people or hurting people oh wait a minute i could go understand that i'm an avoidant attachment style who's emotionally overwhelmed and i could instead of blocking a human being who i dated or whatever it is that you know in this case i don't know the story of the person uh say you know i'm actually emotionally overwhelmed and i need a break because i'm emotionally overwhelmed which obviously sounds silly to say out loud but that's what's happening and see, here's why, as Patrick Tehan points out, childhood trauma survivors don't know their attachment stuff or their trauma stuff because they don't know their emotional body stuff because they didn't have the time to go do the work and say, oh, wow, I'm not a person who doesn't have emotions. I didn't lose them. I'm just disconnected from my emotional body because I have had a childhood where I got gaslit, manipulated. I, got in, I had a situation with another group of people that also have unresolved trauma that's right you know what let me go talk to my family hey family uh here's what the deal is i'm doing therapy i think we all could use it or here's my list of what i'm going to be doing right now and here's where i'd love for you to join me if you can't though i will perhaps might for some time be disconnected from you that's what grown-ups can do once they're fully healed because there is a process of the adaptive child who has childhood trauma feeling very upset at being denied a childhood and that that anger not being allowed to be brought forth because the anger will not as well as all the other emotions so there's a whole buttload of things to address and that's why the 5d mystic and the love button we don't do anything in a way of let me shame blame fault or revenge you as you do your clown face dance uh, the clown is going to be clear. Uh, I don't know how to handle my emotions like a grown-up. I'm still the teenage version of myself. And we will know that because I was a teenager. And again, the charge is pretty straightforward. And our nervous systems and our charges come forth as we interact with each other. And so it doesn't matter what that teenager looks like. The clown face, I use this word, but really it's a person who doesn't know how to talk. It's straightforward. I'm 43. I, again, have not yet men, met men who know how to talk at all. I recently had this thing happen where I was like, wow, <laughs> oh my gosh, this not, not now, like a month ago. And the minute it happened, I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't even believe, like, how do you, how do you continue to talk about yourself like an adult when you're acting like a teenager and you even know it and you're a spiritual intuitive person like I don't understand and you know here's the part we don't like to be mean I've told this to my divine masculine friend because he talks to me and I talk to him about everything in this way of we know we have different modalities which is why it's great to have him but 
I've said I don't like to be mean. I don't want to be mean to people. And especially when I get men who have emotional insecurities, I'm not going to do let me be the bitch of the situation because why would I do that? Plus, I'm trauma-informed. So I'm, I'm dealing with knowing all this stuff. There's no way in hell I'm going to do anything to cause more hurt in the body of a person that's already hurting. And so it's one of those things. We, we don't like to hurt people because, see, love is easy again. Purusha Prakriti, enlightenment, so age of people, we know what we're doing. And, and all it is is a differentiated self. It's all it is is a human 101 who just is able to have built the resiliency in our nervous system to stay engaged, even without yoga, with a restored embodied self, so that ventral vagal nervous system, and to harness that inner growth mindset we talk about. So love is always easy. And when somebody starts to make it hard, we're not playing easy meaning it's easy for us to love you. You be you, I be me. That's it. We're me, we. You don't have to play my tango. I don't need you to play with me. I can speak. And so we stay honest in our communication, direct. We don't hide shit. We don't lie because see this, we're, we don't actually randomly, act, we don't randomly engage in relationship with people usually we get to know them or we've already known them so there's a level of trust between people which is also why we would never dare hurt and that's where like with my divine masculine friend as we tease together where I first said you can't manipulate me I'm smart you know yes I could and I'm like wait a minute yes he could because I know how I treat my loved ones and that's I don't think you're gonna ever manipulate me and even if you did, I'm not going to be trying to figure it out because I don't do spite or unbeard jelly. I don't do nasty. Love is easy. So worst case scenario is what? A broken heart? Ha, ha, ha. And that's exactly what I figured out as a teenager because it's a muscle. That's why I'm laughing. And sadness is not overwhelming. There ain't no tsunami. That's the difference. A person who's a differentiated self in a love button body, it's, oh, okay, I have sadness. Well, duh, I'm in love. Like the teenage boyfriend is all I needed to learn about how to handle sadness. And really, I thank him all the time for what I got to learn. And to this day, one of the best relations, all of my relationships are awesome. They're all why I'm more loving than ever and totally secure. So there, it's like love. It can't be turned off <laughs> for those of us who don't know any other feeling. Meaning we know all the other feelings, but love is our nature because we're in a love state. When you're in an integrated brain and a restorative embodied self, this is the optimization of Human 101. And basically, this is an almost full episode. So love is easy for the functional adults and for those in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. Those who don't know how to love, it's because they actually have unresolved trauma and they hurt. So don't uh, be unkind. There's no need. And do know, though, that, yes, if a person blocks you, uh, cancels you, does things in a certain way. It's because they can't handle. I mean, this has been straightforward since I was a kid personally, but now that I'm a grown-up, apparently there's more people talking about it, but they do it with the adaptive child tone. They weaponize words and they don't know the grown-up way to talk about it. The grown-up way is a person who blocks you, a person who doesn't know how to be nice to you, a person who doesn't know how to tend to emotions. They don't have adult emotion relationship with themselves yet they can't do what you're asking them to do you can bring yourself to learn to self-regulate and not be a bitch or bitchy and here's where for me when people complain about loved ones I find them all in a space of 
And when I say complaining, I complain too. What I mean is when they complain with judgment, their loved ones, and say, oh, I'm the only one who loves all my friends. I'm the only one who does everything. Here's our martyrs. I'm the only one who takes care of everyone. I'm the only, I'm the only, I'm the only, I'm the only. And oh, yes, the twin flame thing. This is where, again, uh, nobody's the only one of anything. It's completely off track. But people who don't have emotional maturity don't know that they have not yet achieved their lovely emotional maturity. So love is not easy. Love is a struggle. And that's why they go and read all that drama stuff and do all the drama things. And there we go. At the end of the day, just be yourself. It should be easy, my 5D collective. That's who I channel and speak to. If it's not easy, then you want to learn about how to move out of attachment wounds and unresolved trauma, trauma wounds, trauma memory. You want to understand about insecurities, the shame cycle. There's a buttload of beautiful people. They're talking about self-empowerment. It's not just the spiritual or spirituality community. No, this is a human element community. I'm talking to you about the scientific methodology. People like the lady, she does a very good job at making it into a real deal conversation. Do you take care of your passions, be your secure base, be your safe haven, allow yourselves to understand if somebody's emotionally overwhelmed, they have attachment wounds. They cannot tend to you. They can't even tend to themselves because they don't know, they don't care to know, and they're not doing it. It's not a bad or good thing. Again, there's plenty of ways that this is perpetuated as the standard. Let's not go analyze and psych everybody. Here's the other part. Some people, they want to stay in, in whatever modality, leave them alone. You do you and you build the tango relationships, in fact, with people who know love is easy. We don't have people who don't love love in tango. And that's for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group Functional Adults. So we understand how to support as Zen masters the entire community of lovely human beings who don't know about the unresolved trauma and the attachment wounds. It's not evil and it ain't a devil. It's a person who doesn't know how to love yet. And maybe one day they will, and that will be the day they start to say, you know what, I want to have a relationship with all of my emotions because I'm a human and I love being human. And no, I don't have to suffer. Actually, I have read a lot and I don't have to do any of this. I can use my brain and my embodied brain it is to achieve heaven in my body. The uh, lovely, lovely integrated brain, restored embodied self, human 101 or enlightenment so Adrup or Purusha Prakriti or Functional Adult or a lot of other words. So we'll be back with more. In the meantime, again, you don't live in some other person's body or head. So please leave them alone. If love is easy for you, that will mean you tangle. And I'm glad for you to be here. Join our community. There's paid subscription-based model content for any 5D mystics who want a different way to handle your oversoul and to treat them with the love that you can, as well as with the ventral vagal, know, because we always have a playground with our family, to move beyond likes and dislikes. That's where they poke, we love. They poke, we love some more. Yay. And those who love us, they like to grow secure connections and secure attachment relationships. So they're in our life. In time, the people who want to play in your playground, they come and stay. They don't go. If they go, they don't want to stay. You as a person who has secure attachment 
are happy knowing that they're happy. And it's not next lifetime that you're going to be together. No, you're together in this lifetime. And you're happy that they're happy, even if they don't want to play in your playground. This is love. It's easy. And this is true because it's not based on attachment. It's not, I love you with my eyes, so when you leave, I say goodbye. It's, I love you with my heart and soul, and there ain't no goodbye. So, so sorry, you can't get rid of me. (laughs) But you can let me know you don't want to play with me. And I will thank you for the time that you've shared. And I will say goodbye with tears in my eyes, maybe. But eventually we'll be uh, okay, because I'll know you're happy. And that makes my heart happy to know that you're happy doing your life the way you wanted it. Because see, everybody chooses the life they want to live. That's the point. Life is not a race. You choose how you're going to love. Some of us know love is easy. It's a tango. And that's it. Allow yourselves to love and allow yourselves to be compassionate with those who need that Zen master. Some will move into their own Zen mastery and some will not, but we get to play in a beautiful playground the human way. We'll be back with more. Share your infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.